and there we go. We are live. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining. I see we have some live viewers here right away. So that's awesome. Say hello in the chat and let us know uh, who you are, where you're from, and how your homeschool week has gone. Today, you will notice I'm not joined by Pam Barnhill. My friend Abby Wall is here because Pam had family obligations. So yes. uh, welcome. I'm Misty Winkler. I blog and podcast at simplyconvivial.com, all about managing life and stuff cheerfully. And Abby Wall is my friend and fellow Scola sister. Welcome, Abby. Hello, everyone. Good to be so here. Since, since this is your first time uh, yes. on video on the Teacher's Lounge, you've been in the chat before. Yes, <laughs> yes. Let everyone know what your homeschool is made up of. Five kids. And Five kids. What have, you, so, what have you got going? Yes, one is doing the um, Running Start program, which is community college, last two years of high school. So he's kind of off the radar. We try to make him do morning time a couple times a week with us, and I can usually get him to do um, scripture reading and a hymn or two and maybe some poetry. But after that, he's like, I need to go. I need to go. Even if he doesn't really need to go, he's about done. So he's 17, you know, but he's still willing to do some of those things. So that's good. Um, and then I have a 15 year old, a 13 year old boy and twin 11 year olds. So anyone who has 11 year olds, 11 to 13 year olds, I'm in. I'm in the camp and I got double trouble. So um, it's super funny or super fun, but also there is a lot of um, times I'm catching myself arguing with people who are unreasonable yes. and I just have to catch myself and say, actually, I'm not arguing about this. I'm your mom, so go do what I said. <laughs> um, but we have a lot of laughs. So um, we are classical Charlotte Mason um, educator, you know, educating. Um, and I know some people are purists one way or the other, but I feel like they really mesh uh, for our family really well. Um, we are a farming ranching family. So afternoon occupations, as sometimes they're called, are more like <laughs> work. And um, butchering is our handicraft. So um, we just butchered a cow last week, actually. So in my kitchen. So, you know, our life looks a little different than maybe um, stitching things. I have four boys, one girl. So um, it's a loud and intense house uh, that is rarely quiet. And I am an introvert. So I sometimes put on my noise canceling headphones and or go outside quietly by myself. So um, we use a lot of different, a lot of different things. But um, yeah, we read really good books and we discuss them. That's that's great. That's yes. very much. Yes. So and hello, Don and Ashley. Good to see you. So yeah, so you butchered a cow this week. So that was a little part of your, your handicraft, your science, sure. right? Yeah. Pam's, Pam's doing what the science, science in the kitchen or something. Oh, but yeah. I think that you beat her. <laughs> I mean, I feel like my kids really don't, aren't missing out on a dissection lab at all. Like we are so in on the biology dissection lab. It's not even funny. So um, we get anatomy and physiology and, you know, all sorts of things. So yes, um, 
it's it's a different life, but we love it. And um, I love having a full freezer. And yeah. since this was a windfall cow, which was just gifted to us, so it was free, we invited over wow. neighbors and five different families got to fill freezers. So God is good. Wow. Blessings nice. are a bit abundant. So what do you do with like the heart and the, the life pieces from the guts? So we have um, a good friend and a coworker um, who is from Mexico and he loves all of that stuff. So he will take all of those bits and pieces. We often will keep some of the liver and I'm actually going to play with making liverwurst this year. So um, a fancy sausage and really good for you. Um, we'll see if anybody will eat it, but it's worth trying <laughs> and experimenting with, even if it fails terribly. Um, but most of those things we often give them to as dog treats, our dogs, uh, okay. working dogs really love them. So they don't get totally wasted. The guts will go down to, um, the burn pile and get buried, but yeah. And we don't do the hides anymore. We get too many for that. So it's, yeah. You, you gotta cut the handicrafts off somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of space and... Yeah. I mean, we've talked about doing it once. We probably will do it once. Probably when my, my younger boys will do it, but yeah. So, because the exact amount of brain, which is how you tan a hide is the, the size of the brain will actually cure the hide. That's one of those, um, I know really, really wow. interesting thing, but yeah, that's how you do it is you scrape it and then you tan the hide. We just have not done it yet because I don't know. I, I, I don't can't know why imagine why not. To. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, this is our last week of our first term. And then next week we are doing exams. So oh. we don't do exam weeks for everything. We, mm -hmm. I just usually pick and choose a few things like probably, um, probably we'll be doing Plutarch. Um, they'll have to discuss some of the things that we've done, which we've been doing the Lycurgus, the life of Lycurgus this, of Sparta. And it has been fabulous. And um, then we'll probably have, I'll probably have them do some of their poetry recitations. And I will probably have them do some of their literature or um, history. We've done some American literature and history. So I'm going to probably have them do some of those things. So I'm going to gather up our exam questions this week and um, have them do some of those things. So. Yeah, it's cool. It'll be good. But we don't yeah, try to do everything because I can't do everything. And having the exams is just a really good process for them to kind of go over all of those things at the end of the term. So, yeah. So when you do exam, we are, I'm a slacker. We haven't done exams. But um, is that then the only school that you do that week? So it's kind of a change uh, yep. of the routine too. That yep. sounds like it. Yep. And it's nice, a shorter really. week. Yeah, it's a shorter week too, and we usually do something fun um, at at the end. So nice. it usually only takes us like two or three days to do the exams. If I were doing all the subjects, I'd probably spread it out throughout the week. But we just we we just came off a really busy season, and we're ready to mm -hmm. just have um, a good thing. But I think the exams are a good practice for my kids to actually really think about overall what they did over the term and. Um, just kind mm -hmm. of, it's, it's another form of narration and recollection. And I think, and it also helps me because what they remember and they'll have to write it down. And then sometimes actually I'll have them record narrations for me. 
um, cool. on the video. So we just do it on my computer and then I have a nice little recording and like, I'll probably have them tell me about Johnny Tremaine on a video recording so that they can give me a long narration on that because it's too hard for them to write everything. And I will love having these little video narrations um, <laughs> when they get married or when, when they graduate or something like that. So it's a good thing. And then I don't have to listen to it all day long. Right. 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 It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons why I like getting uh, the kids narrations on Voxer. We have like mm -hmm. a house phone. And so they'll use that to send some of their oral narrations on Voxer, which is great because they can just do it even if I'm doing something else. So, you know, the whole interruption problem doesn't need to be a thing. And I can listen at 2x, sometimes 3x, depending on the child and how many words are required to, to say all the things. Yeah. <laughs> I have one child who's very succinct and another who is not. So, <laughs> but, but then they get an excuse to use the phone too. So whenever they can use the phone or the computer to do their homework, yeah. there's a lot more buy-in. So. Yes. That's well, and I, I can just, you know, I mean, kids are always going to be able to speak more easily. And, mm -hmm. you know, writing actually takes a couple different steps, right? You're not only having yeah. to think about it, but then you're actually having to physically do it. And, you know, if you want to do a really extensive exam question, uh, then mm -hmm. being able to talk it through is actually a really great thing. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so our topic this week, besides just general homeschool stuff going on right now, is um, EHAP, which yes. is my little code word, which I discovered on the internet from some blog that I've not been able to find again. Um, but we took it on as a family and have been spreading the word ever since. Yes. But EHAP is the solution to the problem I think that we have all experienced, which is stuff everywhere, especially at the end of the homeschool day. Yes. Um, and there's just so much stuff, so papers, pencils, books, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, how sometimes we can feel as moms like it's our job to be tidying stuff up all of the time and then they're making messes or doing things and it can, it can stress us out because all this stuff is just everywhere and it there's not any purpose or rhyme or reason to us although sometimes there is for the kids and so, you know, that balance of making them responsible for their stuff and letting them have projects, but also the house being not a total disaster all the time, mm -hmm. it um, is a struggle. So uh, EHAP is one piece of the answer to that struggle. And it is an acronym that stands for everything has a place. Yes. So it's a little bit of a goal. <laughs> if it's not true that everything has a place, then that's part of the, the clutter problem. 
because if it doesn't have a place, it can't actually be put away and tidy it up. So it kind of points to maybe where some of the problem is. If things don't have a home, then the first step is actually giving them homes. But then we use it as kind of a, a, a code, a shortcut to saying, put things back where they belong. We just call that EHAP. Everything has a place, so put it there. Yes. So do you guys use EHAP? We do. We do. Um, From my good friend, Misty Winkler, who evangelized this wonderful concept. And (laughs) it was a game changer. Um, Yeah, my husband gets pretty stressed out with uh, clutter. And so like Mm -hmm. when he would come home and there was just a bomb that went off. Now, we had mm-hmm. five kids, five and a half and under. So it's not like he was expecting miracles here, but it was <laughs> just a lot. And um, so as we got, we've gotten older and we also use it as the acronym of everyone has a part because Ooh. they all have to participate in EHAP. Um, I like it. Yes. So everything has a place and everyone has a part. So don't be shirking your duties. And, you know, we have some people who have personalities in my um, home that are really quick to um, find those who are not doing their fair share or (laughs) in their in their estimation, they're not doing their part. So um, we have plenty of uh, EHAP police around and um, but we've been doing it for years now and we do kind of I, a midday e-hop your school stuff so we can, you know, mm-hmm. eat lunch and things like that. And we always are, my kids are hobbits. They eat all the time. I wish we were a better about not snacking, but my kids just <laughs> eat. So it's just how it is. So there's plates and cups and spoons and random things. And we only allow them to eat in like the kitchen or the dining room table. But even so, it's just... So EHAP all the dishes and EHAP your school stuff. We have baskets for those things. And, you know, I mean, you probably have kids too that uh, are notoriously like Hansel and Gretel and just leave like in their wake. (laughs) It's just like, and I know exactly which child it is. I was like, could you please go find all of your school stuff? And I saw it in three different rooms. Could you, you know, like... (laughs) Because homeschoolers is about freedom and we don't have to always sit at a desk or a table, right? Um, we can yeah. be on the couch or on the floor or, you know, in a secret cubby. I don't know, but it's just all <laughs> these different things. Um, but that way, the next day when we need to get it back out, we know where it is because that is yes. also the child that is like, well, I don't know where my math book is, so I can't do math. I'm like, yeah, well, go find it then. <laughs> so, Well, at least that that's, is when they tell you instead of just yes. looking around like, oh, Oh, look, I don't know where that book is. So I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we do a little EHAP after school or lessons are done. And then we do around four o'clock. Um, everybody helps and I do too. And EHAP is, you know, I call everybody together and I can even, you know, text my neighbors when the kids are over at the neighborhood house and they're like, tell my kids it's time to EHAP. And they'll be like, what do we need to do? We need to eHap? Okay. They run in so they can go back and play with their friends. So, um, you know, it took a lot, it took a while to get it, but they yeah. really, they really, and one thing that Misty also talked about was like, um, after you're done noticing how great it looks and then calling the attention to that, to your kids, like, Oh my goodness, you guys, that only took us 20 minutes or 15 minutes. Or if we have to do it in a short time, that only took us 10 minutes 
And look how great it looks. It looks so much better. Thank you so much for helping me. Um, Dad will be so happy, you know, to see this. And um, and that has really encouraged it uh, to continue mm -hmm. to be a habit. Yeah. Well, and when we were learning the habit or at one point when I just changed up the timing and the way that we did it for a while, um, we would do a before and after. So, um, you know, I would take a picture and then say, okay, I'm going to set a timer for 10 minutes. Let's see what you guys can do. I'm going to take the exact same picture in another, you know, in 10 minutes oh. when the timer goes off and then yeah. let's see how much of a difference you could make. So that's been a fun way to just kind of get that motivation and buy-in. Yeah. And for my older kids who are really good at e-happing, um, I have started giving them a designated room and it's mm -hmm. usually one of the smaller, more manageable rooms um, mm -hmm. because I know that I can trust them to make it look nice and presentable mm -hmm. and I don't have to like stand over them and make sure they're doing it. And then the younger kids, I give a little bit more supervision and direction um, in, and a bigger space because, um, they are usually the ones who are making the messes. So, <laughs> um, as my kids have gotten older, like they don't have to, and then they can leave when they're done. Like once their room is done, they let me know, I check it. I'm like, yep, that looks great. Thanks. You're free to go. And that has really helped with, um, you know, cause they are like, I don't want to sit here for a half an hour cleaning up all their messes. And I totally get that. So we do try to, mm -hmm. and sometimes we do clean up each other's messes and that's just right. part of being part of the family. And if they get whiny about that, I just remind them, Oh, did you not want me to cook you dinner? Am I just supposed to cook myself dinner? Um, cause I think you benefit from my, you know, skills in the kitchen and my, remember when I helped you today doing your dishes? Remember when I helped you doing your things? Like just reminding them, like, actually we all help each other in this family. And uh, yeah, just cause it's not your mess doesn't mean you don't get to contribute. So I yeah. contribute I, And that's why EHAP has to be not just, okay, clean up your stuff. Mm -hmm. Because um, yep. what you find when everyone says, okay, well, I'm gonna clean up my stuff. And then you look around after everyone's done and like, wow, there is a lot of unowned property in our house, apparently. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I mean, you can just save yourself a whole lot of arguments of like, well, that's not mine. I didn't make that mess. And I'm like, well, yeah. I don't, I don't care. care. We just, it still needs to be cleaned up. So yeah. Yeah. Just, just let's go. Let's do it. That's been harder with the younger kids than with the older um because you know the, the older are pitching in because there are you know little little kids who obviously can't you know need help and all that so they got a lot more natural regular cleaning up of other people's things that we have to be a little bit more intentional about that now because everyone's capable of taking care of their own thing yes <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you can't help out <laughs> yes yeah, no, it's, it's a good, uh, family activity and, you know, I don't think I've ever even explained EHAP to my husband, um, but he uses it now and he, <laughs> I, like, I don't even know if, if I asked him, I'll have to ask him, uh, when he gets home tonight, if he knows what EHAP stands for, because he knows exactly what it is. He's like, well, you guys need to EHAP. And, uh, so he probably does. Maybe the kids told him, I don't know, but. He'll use That's it too fun. regularly. So, but yeah, it's become kind of our family 
part of our family uh, culture, I guess, or more. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing that EHAP helps with is when you're in the middle of the day and the kids have games out or crafts out or whatever, mm-hmm. it can, you know, sometimes you get the kind of panic mode, like, oh no, <laughs> let's just take care of this because I don't want this mess out right now. Yeah. But when you have regularly scheduled EHAP, it's like mm-hmm. you can, as the mom, take a deep breath and step back and say, it's okay. There's a time for taking care of this, but yes. right now is the time for doing things and letting them have free time and play and all of that. And it's okay because we have the routine built in where this is going to be taken care of. Yes. So it, it helps us also give our kids the space and the time to do things that do make messes and, and just be okay with that without stressing out. Yes. And I will find myself when it is getting pretty cluttery or like I'm feeling the urge to do EHAP, mm-hmm. um, I can also just, instead of starting right there, drill sergeant, you know, becoming mm-hmm. a drill sergeant, I'll actually go outside, take a lap, go on a quiet walk. <laughs> yeah. And then I am so much more able to talk with my kids and encourage them and do EHAP with a positive attitude, which is what we really want. Because if I don't give myself that space, then I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little cranky. Cranky EHAP, so happy EHAP is much better. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for this session of the Homeschool Teacher Lounge. Next week, I will be back with Pam on Pam's YouTube channel, and I don't know what we're going to talk about. So tell us in the chat what you would like us to talk about, and we'll pick our next few topics, and we will see you next week.